there's a lot of actors and rappers who've been worse what I've been through and they're successful. So I would choose to be one of those stories. Not the other story, oh, his brother died, he avenged him, but then he ended up dead. Like it's just the tragic end to one of the hood movies mm. we grew up watching. He avenged his brother, but he ended up in prison two years later or dead. How much, like, how much emphasis do you put on your on your nutrition as an artist? <laughs> Not as much as I should, but um, like the body type I have, I don't have to like be so strict with my diet. I could just lay back on some things, yeah, and I'll be good. But it's not about how I look; it's like how I feel now. I want to like like not run down the street with my son and be like, oh, like you know what I mean? Have more yeah. energy. Yeah, which like, is key. Which is key. Yeah. Because right? I think a lot of guys get caught up in the how do I look versus how do I feel. Yeah, F that, man. Yeah. I struggle with that sometimes, I'll admit. I, I Like, I'll, I'll spend a considerable amount of time. I think for the last six months, I've been actively in the gym a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I'm defining, and there are moments where I define my success to this point based on how I look, look okay. not how I feel. I feel so much better than I did six months ago, but I still sometimes get caught in that, you know, how do I look in this shirt or you know like yeah. am I satisfied with my body composition it's a it's a struggle that I think a lot of guys go through that not a lot of people really they, they think it's typically associated with women mm-hmm. right but I think there's a lot more guys these days who are starting to admit that sometimes they negative self-talk maybe yeah about their body and again boils back to what Bruce Lee said do not speak about yourself negatively because your body reacts to it and then your performance with things goes down as weird as that sounds and yeah. but i believe in that yeah. you see you say damn i'm dumb i'm dumb i can't do this or just say i'm stupid or like don't do that your body like reads it yeah bruce lee another guy i really look up to seems like he's very mentally tough yeah no yeah. changing that guy yeah. no yeah I respect it too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the one, the one-inch punch too. The like, one-inch punch. Yeah. People say, "Well, I'll just pick him up and toss him." Yeah, good luck grabbing him because yeah. he's fast. fast That'll break yeah. your arm twice before he's <laughs> trying to grab him. Well, Rich, welcome to the Gen's Talk Pod, brother. Good, finally made. Finally it, right? made it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We've been we've been trying to make this happen for some time, but yeah. uh, you were busy doing your thing, and I respect that. You were yeah. working, you were hustling, you were grinding, and. Timing is everything in life. Exactly. And uh, I think we're connecting at just the right time. You know, you just put out a single. Yeah. You've got uh, some stuff in the works that we'll talk about in a little bit, but I think timing was key. And uh, when I saw you do some of that work with uh, Woodpecker Mm -hmm. and I learned more about your story, I immediately said to, to Matthew, like, we have to get you in because there's you have such an inspiring story but it's an incredible story that i don't think a lot of people really fully understand so i'm going to share a little bit and then you can jump in here but the backstory to this point has been sort of uh in what's the word i'm looking for inspired or shaped by the unfortunate murder of your brother yes um and that happened in 2017 end of the year yeah and that essentially shaped your entire trajectory to where you are today because you could have gone down a very different path. 
Mm-hmm. So for people who don't know who you are in the backstory, they don't know who you are yet. Yeah, exactly. What's that story there? Like, came from tragedy, but like, this was my career was created off of tragedy, but like, I want to be remembered as it didn't break me. You know, I was just too mentally tough, and I took a negative and turned it to a great positive, which the relationship me and my brother had, he'd be proud, right? So, and of course, making that decision to walk away from the street life, you take hard criticism. Of course, when your brother's well-known in the streets and in Toronto, but again, you got to be your own person at the end of the day and live for yourself. How hard is it for you to walk away from that? It's hard, and... The beginning was really hard, but I focus on what me and him have and just the way I think and thinking about the like the greater good of things or what really matters, right? Mm. You know, having a son and stuff, living for them. Can't be selfish and just live for your emotions in the moment, which is something me and my brother like used to always get at me like, yo, man, like you always get fired up or you're so quick to like jump up like just relax assess what's going on and just be calm you know so that's one thing i'm still learning now you know what i mean obviously a lot better at it now than i was before when he used to yell at me about it but still learning what was that relationship like with your brother it was good he he has me very sheltered very protective you know so but the relationship we have i'm not in the streets doing those things like you know what i mean he's protective older brother always giving me advice and a lot of respect that i'm doing my own thing you know he never would pressure me and say yo come be where i'm at and stuff he'd be more be doing the opposite no don't be where i'm at go do your own thing you know like yeah so that's how those some of the relationship was like very competitive too we're always competing if we're playing sports and it's not like jealousy it's like brotherly like you know what I mean? And then if I lose to him, he lose to me. He's like, yo, don't give up, man. You did good. Keep your head up out there. So that's who we are. It's not a, a common relationship sometimes. You know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of guys talk about there was, you know, the relationship with brothers or fathers is typically very sort of adversarial sometimes. Mm-hmm. Kind of that competitive nature, not a lot of positive reinforcement shown but it sounds like your brother was very a very positive influence in your life yes yes and that's the memories i hold on to yeah Yeah. and in terms of when that happened firstly i guess the, the the real question here is have you reconciled your brother's passing like there is when something like that happens and the way how like the way how it happened and that I we I see it we all see it there really is at the end of the day no like getting over it but you just learn to live manage it and live with it and not let it consume you the pain and just do something good off of it but in a way how have I healed myself um music the journey the good times the hard times that's just it I thought it would be basketball Cause that's something me and him, like we did a lot. We played video games or like real life and we went at each other, but it wasn't that it was carving a new path, charting a new path, you know? And at first it was sad because that like survivor's guilt, you know what I mean? But then 
you come to see it's it's one of the most scary and the most beautiful things I ever did in my life because it's like I don't like have to hold on to the pain as much as I did when it just happened because he'll always be with me here here so it's like I can move on he's not here physically but I don't have to have survivor's guilt because like he'll always be remembered as long as I'm here my family he'll always be remembered so that's kind of a way it helped me heal and just reconcile with it survivor's guilt is something I don't think I've heard that before mm -hmm. what can you explain that well like a lot of people when they lose someone close they kind of wish it was like they passed away and they're like sometimes I feel like yo I wish he was still here and living my life and I was gone because that's my brother I love him that's mm -hmm. the place where that's coming from and then another part of me wishes I was there with him and I feel like yo if I was there he wouldn't have died that never would have happened but then me and my mom talked about it and she's like yo well if you were there you probably may have been killed with him and both of my sons would be gone mm -hmm. So you got to let that guilt go because I would be very angry. I'd get very upset thinking about it. And she's like, you can't be upset about it. So like it took time, but I let that stage of reviving go. So I don't have it anymore. But for a long time, I carried it. It's just something I had to deal with. What are some of the things that you do to like keep saying how you used to be very angry now now you're not as much? What are some of the things that you've done to like really work on that so you not get riled up so easily? Yeah, good question. A lot of the times I thought it was basketball, like just playing and being around other people. But I found being on my ones, just putting in headphones, just shooting around, that helps a lot. And just writing music, man. There's a lot of music that I've written, angry stuff, I'm talking shit, but like, I don't release it, but I got it out. And I hear my voice back and I'm like, damn, I sound angry. Mm. Nah, this ain't the way, like, you know what I mean? compose like my brother just chill and you know what I mean talk my story it helped a lot getting in the mic yelling at the mic whispering at the mic singing that helped me get it out of me my art you know so and whenever I feel lost or angry I listen to that and realize how immature and stupid I sound then it pulls me back and it trips me out because when I hear my voice back I play my music I sound like my brother so it trips me out. So when I'm talking tough and when I'm talking calm, it's like in a weird way he's talking back to me and still teaching me. So it's kind of like that's the way I've dealt with it, man, a lot of the times. Is there a lesson that you've learned from your brother? Something yeah. you still carry? Like definitely the emotions things. And um, like just his whole life, a lot of mistakes, like we all make mistakes, but just don't go down that path, the main thing. And just like be there for my son the way he was there for me when I was younger and mm -hmm. stick to my son's side the way he did, you know, so. And he, he was always over my shoulder. Yeah. Like my parents were always at work. So he's always, what are you doing? What are you watching? You know, he's like, come, let me put you on some game. Let me teach you something. That's That's gotta be the main thing doing that with my son you know so and that's something that you want to continue in, like in this relationship that you have with your son of course yeah. I, I like maybe this is a bad thing but I try to make his childhood like mine cause excuse me my childhood with him was my happiest days from one years old to about 10 happiest days of my life I'll never forget it I'll be 79 80 or 100 years old on my deathbed and we'll still remember those times. So I make it fun, you know what I mean? And I make I teach him the same way 
my brother teach me and train me with things. But I give him his space. My brother would never give me space to make mistakes. He wouldn't allow it. He's just always over my shoulder. But with my son, I don't make him make mistakes where there's no point of return. But, like, I allow him to make mistakes. So I'm like, and I'm like, what did you do wrong? And then he tells me. So he understands. Because a lot of these kids making mistakes in the streets, they don't understand what they're doing. Like, you know, some of them, it's sad. They're older and they're they're so, like, upset and in pain that they don't realize they're making mistakes sometimes. It's off of emotion and stuff, right? Is that just because there's, like, a lack of mentorship or Mm -hmm. uh, a role model, an older brother, a father figure, someone who can guide them when they're making the mistakes yes exactly and then um like that's important you know what i mean to be there for him even when he um like to tell him i'm proud of him every day like that's a thing like young being young and black like we don't get told that enough i Mm. think you know and that would like it plants a seed for when he's older you know what I mean? So he'll remember that and then he'll pass it on to his kids. So it definitely helps a lot. Breaking generational stigmas or whatever you want to call it when, you know, showing that kind of positive affection to your son. Yeah. Usually you don't see a lot of that, especially in the environment you're describing, the one that you grew up in. Yeah. And even my dad and my brother, very tough. They never said that as much as they should. So, like, I make sure I tell him that. You know, because the one, two times he did tell me that, mm-hmm. it was like, yo, damn, like I can do anything, you know. But he shows no emotion that you would never know he's watching me like that. But, like, there's one time, like, how I knew for sure, like, we're playing video games. And back in the day, video games take forever to load. <laughs> but he's sitting there and he's just staring at me. And then I look back at him. He's like, you know what? I respect, like, you're not out here trying to be me. You're your own person. You play ball. Like, you do not care to be like me. Like, everyone in our neighborhood wanted to be like my brother or, like, be around him or live that life or be have the reputation that he has and the image that he has. And he's like, you're my brother. You don't even care. Some people, like, are upset with me that I don't care for that. But um, that's something he res- we had that respect. He respected me. I was my own person. I'm comfortable in my own skin as I'm here talking to you. I know a lot of guys I grew up with. They can't look themselves in the mirror. They don't see their soul in themselves staring back. They see someone else they like or idolize, you know, but I see myself staring back every time I look in the mirror, so. And you're comfortable with the man that looks back at you? Yeah. I don't let, like, my brother's legacy define, like, me, me, you know, so. How long have you been comfortable with that person? My whole life. Yeah. I've never battled with it or anything. Mm-hmm. And then now that I'm in the public eye a lot, a lot of people are like, you should act exactly like your brother. No, he's his person. I'm my own person. That's the greatest lesson I could probably teach my son and other younger people out of this. Be yourself, man. Good or bad, just be yourself. Because when you're on your deathbed, God forbid, like, you'll, you won't be, oh, I should have done this in life. I should have, you know what I mean? You could say, yo, I lived up my life to the fullest. And I don't regret nothing. I imagine you get a lot of criticism from yeah. people in, in, in your space or in your industry or people who grew up with you and your brother. You know? Streets, industry. And it bothered me a lot in the beginning. But now I just like, I'm like, okay, come on now. The more I heal and the more I get back my confidence is like, 
I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm going to do what I want. Like, you know, that's, again, what me and my brother had that was so special. But a lot of people wouldn't know that. They see pictures and they think, well, you have to act like them. Act like him, you know, so. Interesting. The Your brother spent, I, I think, if I read it correctly, he spent a couple of years in prison mm-hmm. on separate occasions. Yeah, yeah. Was there something from that experience that you took a lesson from? Yes, like me and my brother used to talk like every day. Every time he did those bids, every day on the phone, twice a day, we talk. So he tell me what's going on in there. And a lot of times when I tell him what's going on on the outside and I'm upset and I'm about to make a mistake and out of rage, he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you make a mistake, you come in here, I'm going to be the first one to kick your ass when you come in here. So, <laughs> And then like a lot of time, like, my brother never talked to me disrespectfully when he was telling me something like like that. Like, he'd be like, yo, listen, he'd break it down. You don't want to come in here. You're a grown man. People are telling you when to sleep, when to wake up, when to eat. He's like, you don't want to live like that. You know, you want to be a man working to own your own business or something, not living in here. You know what I mean? So he'd break things down, like, and then make me understand it, you know? So, like, a lot of parents tell teenagers, just don't do it. But they don't explain to them so they have an understanding, right? So he, he made sure I was understood on a lot of things. Did you, you know, when all that happened and, you know, he would do his stint in prison, was your level of, like, were you disappointed in him? Did you find you, you, you got angry at him for going away and, or making the mistakes that, you know, like at least you could see them as mistakes? Were you ever mad at that? Yes, of course. I was mad that he was gone, you know, when I was a young teenager, young adult, he was gone both times for separate times. Yeah, I was upset. I was angry. My brother wasn't mm-hmm. there, you know, but we talked every day. But again, no complaining with that guy. Any mistake he did, he took it like a man on the chest. He's like, yo, like. I'm in here, I'm paying my dues, and you know what I mean? Like, it's just what it is. He he just put that lesson on me. You make your mistake, you be ready to deal with it. Don't complain. Right. So, um, yeah, but to answer, yes, it was hard not being there, but I learned a lot, and it made me tough. So, What'd you learn? Like, who your real friends are. A lot of people were around, around and being so friendly when he's on the outside when he's in a lot of people don't hit him up a lot of people don't hit me up is he good even when he passed away i lost 90 percent of my friends mm. because when he's not around and then certain other things come into play you're in the pu- public eye you have clout people expose their true intentions and god continues to just show me oh look who your friends are you know what i mean so respectably i distance myself from a lot of negative energy i'm like i took it as if I'm going to walk this path and live a clean life and go into the industry, I can't be around those sorts of problems, you know, and any successful person. I think I, I seen an interview a while back. It was Tyler Perry. And he's like, he's like, I had to distance myself from a lot of friends in my environment mm-hmm. to be successful. And it's hard and people won't understand, but it's called being an adult and making a choice as a man. But, you know, I think having a small circle of people that you can trustworthy trust that have good intentions for you people that you can learn from 
like you know one of my favorite lines is always if you're the smartest one in the room you're in the wrong room because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you want exactly. the people around you to be people that you can learn and learn grow from, from. yeah yeah and i can't imagine that like i can't imagine rather that you know losing 90 percent of that can feel lonely at the same time yeah but again you have your family you have your son and in your morals and values like you don't even look at that sort of thing and then i still have good friends around me now but you value them more you know and in life everyone goes through that where they have like a choice to make so whether they go through the good or the bad and a lot of people go the bad way but they they realign themselves they learn from their mistakes and sadly there's some people don't learn but yeah for me um I made the choice and it wasn't uh it was hard but it had to be done yeah. for the best interests of me is there what is it that's so appealing about the the lifestyle your brother lived that made people want to be a part of that as opposed to taking the route that you took which seems to be the exception to the rule mm. I guess it's the image of it people like when they're feared and mm. I don't know. A lot of people like that kind of like alpha male type thing. Hmm. But like that's something my brother's always been a stand-up guy. Like that's something that just naturally happened. But I see a lot of kids like they're forcing it and they're in and out of jail and they're trying to like push that image, you know. But um, it's the same way on this side, right? People respect me. I don't really care if people fear me. I don't want them to. Mm-hmm. I think that might be ultimately a bad thing. But um, because when people are afraid, they do terrible things. They act irrationally. Yeah. Right. So I would say it's more better on this side because when you have the respect, it's it's clean. Where on the bad side, people are just scared of you. Mm-hmm. Where I think if they're not scared of you and they respect you that way, you'll get the truth more and you'll get honesty. Even when you're not around. That's yeah. the main thing, too. And if they're just afraid of you, okay, I won't do this when you're here. Ah, but what will they do behind your back? Yes, but if they respect you, either if you're there or not, they're going to hold you down. Exactly. So, And don't get me wrong. You could get respect that way, living the life, yes. the dark life. But my choice is just to live the dope way. Right? So, And so. that's that's... <clears throat> A lesson that obviously you want to continue with your son. Yeah. Show him how to how to live a stand-up life and not get sucked into that kind of environment. Yeah, and not only him, just anyone else who listens to my music and can relate. Any young person, old person, older than me, they feel they've lost their way. And they, I could be that life-changing thing, though. They hear that, and then they like my music, and then they go on Google, and they see my story, and like, damn, like... He became this off of that. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm there's there's a lot of actors and rappers who've been worse what I've been through and they're successful. So I would choose to be one of those stories. Not the other story, oh his brother died, he avenged him, but then he ended up dead. Like it's just the tragic end to one of the hood movies mm. we grew up watching. He avenged his brother, but he ended up in prison two years later or dead. Yeah. Like, what's that worth? Yeah. What's that worth? What legacy you're leaving? We all want to be re- remembered, am I right? Like, yep. mm-hmm. you know, so I'm in a position to be remembered by my family and, like, the and people the that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Like your son. Like, what is what does fatherhood mean to you? It's the most important thing and the most important thing. And it's like, 
you don't know what it is until your child's born, you hear him cry. And this is a conversation me and my brother had. I'm like, to my brother, how did you feel when his daughter was born and she cried right in front of you? He's like, I can't explain the feeling, but your heart like kind of drops or like, it's a feeling like, mm. then you realize like a lot of stupid stuff don't matter to you anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's And it's everything. Like I'm with my son all the time and like, I tell him stories about his uncle and how what he taught me and, and now I'm teaching you so he understands how to be, I'm teaching him to be a leader you know what I mean and think for himself because this world is cruel nowadays yeah. and then now you add the social media on the phone it'll eat you up alive yeah because you can just look at your phone and say okay this is how we're supposed to live which is not true at all it's over glamorized and none of it is real yeah it's like it it's presents sad. a very fake reality yeah like if you're not traveling or you don't have money mm. you're not a good person or successful if yeah. you're not wearing a certain brand of clothing you're not successful and it's such a sad thing because i think it influences so many young people yeah especially young boys yeah who grow up and they see you know like the number of men who can go out and afford the bugatti mm -hmm. you know if you can app like amazing yeah, good for you. Good for you. Like I think we all aspire to one day be able to go out and just drop some some money and buy a Bugatti. That's mm -hmm. great. But the number of men that will actually achieve that is very small. Yeah. And then to give this false pretense that if you don't have the Bugatti in your driveway, then you somehow failed that failed life. Failed life. It's such a negative, toxic way, and it instills this really, really toxic behavior in young men. Mm -hmm. this negative self-talk self-doubt and then they start to, to act out and yeah. then they go for fast money yeah even girls too yep. they're seeing this what you mm -hmm. were just saying and think this is a guy you have to talk to or you're a loser like mm -hmm. I don't know man it's... and some girls they don't believe in that stuff and a lot of girls who do unfortunately Yeah, they believe oh I have to have a guy who's making money then you have a lot of those girls who like They'll have a bad friend and will be in their ear manipulating them to talk to the bad guy. And then they're low-key jealous and they're there laughing while that's happening. Yeah. It, it's just, again, goes back to having a mind of your own. Yeah. Is there something your son has taught you? Um, being, being brave. Like, he's, he's, he's a lot more braver than I was at that age to attempt to try things. Me growing up in the hood, no, nah, I'm not trying that. No, nah, mm. no one else is doing that. I, I don't, it's not me. I can't do it. But him, as you can see, he makes a cameo in a lot of my videos. Like, yeah. he's not scared. Me, I go in rooms that I put him in. He hides. I used to hide behind my brother and you know what I mean? I wasn't even in the, we weren't even in those rooms at 10, 8 years old. <laughs> but he's ready to attack. And I'm proud of him because it reminds me, yo, and others who are seeing him, you don't have to be some gangster to be brave. That doesn't make you brave. Going to jail doesn't make you brave. Attacking life, taking care of your family, you know, putting food on the table. That's a real man. That's the real grind. That's mm. the real trap. Not going to jail or stealing or like, you know, that because like that's the like the slow grind. Like everyone's like, okay, well, Where's the money in that? That's not cool. If you're a father or you're looking after your family, it's not 
shown on social media as cool, but it is. But well, there's not a lot of guys that talk like you in your industry. Mm-hmm. Is it common? Is it just like in your conversations, not on social media, not in the public eye? Is it common for these kinds of conversations or is it something where, you know, you're the outlier for for simply saying, you know what? No, it's not cool to be a gangster. Yeah. What's cool is providing for your family. Yeah. No, it's not common at all. Like not common. How do you how do you specifically navigate that? Because you obviously think, feel and behave in that manner Mm -hmm. but you're surrounded by people who don't yeah how do you one maintain your own self-composure and like stay yourself within that and two how do you block out the negative energy that comes from the way other people think in your space yeah well it just turn my mind off from it you see what it is you don't care what people think if you sit there and care about yo this thing person's not gonna think i'm tough you go in a room a lot of people i've been around a lot of people they want to prove themselves to me they're like yo like like i'm like your brother my listen you don't got to play that game and convince that you're tough like that is the main thing just turning off your mind and be like yo i don't have nothing to prove i don't you know what i mean to nobody i what should be happening is i go in a room i be myself and people accept it and if you don't rock with me, that's okay. You don't rock with me. But, like, I'm not going to change the way I act or portray something. Like, I know already what I am. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't have to prove anything. I My brother's been getting in trouble for years. Like, you know, I don't feel I have to go to jail. to Like, that's so silly. I don't understand. Like, the, the time my brother always had a thing. In a dangerous situation or any sort of high like don't freeze up like if something if danger comes and you have to protect your family or yourself don't freeze up keep your mental there that's the time to prove myself when the lights are on in the big show or that's my time to prove myself and to myself not to anyone Mm -hmm. else so it's like i don't need to force a situation or like to prove myself it's just a mental thing Mm. Like, but if you're going to leave your house and feel like, yo, I'm Fifth's brother. I got to prove myself every day. I wouldn't be here. I'd be in jail or dead if I thought like that. Mm. So again, to answer your question, yeah, just don't care what people think. Yeah. Because, of course, being his brother comes with a lot of criticism. People think I should be living a certain life, you know, which is very selfish and narcissistic. But, like, you know what I mean? I live. You live your life for yourself. Imagine if we met now and I was here to tell you, you have to live. I'm telling you how your story should go or how you should live your life. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'll, I'll do yeah, my own I'll thing. I'll do my own thing. Got to write, gotta write your own story, right? Can't let anybody else write the story for you. And it's sad because a lot of young kids who don't know any better or they like a certain set of people or a friend and that friend will know they have manipulation over them and will steer them wrong. And it's sad. You got to be able to think for yourself. So, yeah, I just, there's really no process. I just don't care what yeah. people think. How do you deal with your own negative moments? You know, the moments where either you're in the studio and it's not, you know, it's just not coming to you or you're you're trying to put something together or you're just not feeling it. You're, you're negative on yourself. The doubts creep in. How do you deal with those? 
Well, when I was younger, I had a lot of, I had a hard time controlling my emotions. I want to lash out and yell. And it's like, my brother used to get on me with that type of stuff. He's like, listen, when stuff ain't going your way, don't lash out and don't be quick. Just be reserved and assess the situation. So now I do that. And when I am mad, I do it in private. Or I just record, I yell at the mic, or whatever. That's how I release that. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Like, just stay composed. And then everything will be all right. There's no reason. When you're in the space that I'm in, and there's a lot of eyes on you, you can't be out here reacting like that, man. It's just not mature. Mm. Like, adults, normal adults don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the hood, a lot of guys, they go to their anger first, and then they end up in jail. Then when they're in jail, then they're like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. And they're living with regret. Yeah. yeah. I, I cannot fail because if that happens, I fail myself first and foremost. I fail my son, and then I disappoint my brother. He's like, why would you do that? Is something wrong with you? You know, he'd yell at me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You talk about how, like, with rage, you, like, you know, kind of struggle a bit, like, getting away from rage, mm-hmm. right? What is an emotion that you struggle, that you want to get closer to, that you have a uh, problem really tapping into that emotion? like like self-expression like as i'm here talking to you like i want people to hear this and see the real me like don't be afraid to show the real me a lot of guys don't want to show weak points of their life and like they're like afraid to be like like vulnerable like i don't mind doing that because i know it's going to motivate people or pull people out of a dark place that i was in four or five years ago so yeah, the expression, ex- ex- expressing myself and just not being afraid, being courageous and to say these things. Because, like, definitely I'll plant that seed and other artists will come forward. Because it's like a thing right now where you maintain your toughness. But I already know I'm tough because I've been through the most. And I know I can hold my own because my brother has taught me well. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to prove that to anyone because I'm with it. You know what I mean? I'm with whatever anybody's belt, but, like, I don't feel I have to prove anything. That's what's kept me out of prison. Yeah. Do you find a hard time to like distinguish between like Rich Richard and OVO Rich? Like that persona versus the the individual? Yeah. They're two different people, right? Yeah. Because Rich is... They have to be two different people. They have to be. But people don't understand that. Exactly what I was about to say. They don't, right? But um, some people don't want to understand it and they expect it to be one person, but it can't be like that. Like Batman and Bruce Wayne are two people, mm. Spider-Man and Peter Parker. And sometimes their their worlds ruin the other. Their worlds clash and they don't work. And it, it's happened to me. But you deal with it in private, and the most important thing is you move on. Like, you know, so many times I'm going to be on my nerd shit that Bruce Wayne mm. got discouraged. He's like, I'm not trying to be Batman no more. But then after a while, something motivated him. Then he got up and started doing it again. Same with Spider-Man. So it's been the same thing with me. Like, I'll get discouraged, and I'm like, yo, I'm done. I'm done being rich. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Like, my 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 father passed away from cancer. My brother's gone. I'm the only male left. Mm. So everyone is looking for me to lead them. And a lot of times, like, I get frustrated. It's heavy. And I'm like, yo, I, like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't do this. It's too much. But then I'm like, I only have energy for my son. But then when I sit down and think, I'm like, nah, like, this is the responsibility my brother and my my dad left me. Like, I have to man up and do this. And that's being a real gangster, a real G. 
That's what it is. Because if I went and been selfish and went and got in trouble in the streets, then that's that's a failure. That's a coward's whale. Mm. But sticking with them, and it's not going to be easy. They're going to be upset with me. My family's going to want me to do every certain things, but and they want to want me to be a certain leader, but I can't be everywhere at once. And I they have to respect that I have to be myself, right? Which they do. Mm. But everyone has their moments where they're disappointed yeah. and they feel like there has to be balance yeah. between exactly. Yeah. Like you can't fill someone else's cup if your cup's not filled. Yeah. And it's like, that's not the way with, I feel with a lot of my brother's super friends and stuff. Like I don't feel entitled to anything, you know, like I don't feel like I'm owed anything or they must do something for me. The only thing I would like is just advice when I ask. And I get it. When I ask for advice, I get genuine advice. I don't feel like I'm like, I get dope advice. And I just move on from that. Like, I don't think I'm entitled for help in my career. That's not how my brother raised me. I don't feel entitled to anything, to be given anything. Yeah. You're talking about the OVO affiliation? Yeah. yeah okay. I don't. And a lot of people try to talk shit. And they're like, well, you should be getting this. No. Why? Why? Is, are they my father? My No. Like, yeah. I, what I need to do is work hard and get it on my own. You know? Like, that's the way I look at it, at least. Well, I think people, will, you know, like, if they go on your social media and they see a photo of you and Drake, they go, okay, this guy's connected. This guy should be getting X. This guy should yeah. be doing X. It's not the way life is. Yeah. Could you imagine if he thought that way when he decided to rap because of who he was and who he knew at the time? Mm -hmm. People probably, like, you know, but he didn't think like that. He just kept rapping. There's so many people who thought he wouldn't make it, and look where he is now. And again, like, you know, a lot of times I'm in the studio, I have an idea and it's not like going the way I wrote it or the way I had it in my head. Then I'm like, yo, maybe this is not for me. You know, and it, I get upset and I get frustrated. We're human. We're going to say, mm -hmm. maybe I should have quit. But then I sit there and I'm like, I think about why I'm doing this. I want to express myself. You know what I mean? I want to put on for my son and I want to use my music to get away from everybody negative in my life get as far as way as possible from the environment never forget where i came from scarborough but just get away from that environment and you know what i mean be safe and grow old and raise my my kid my sons you know what i mean mm. so i don't feel entitled and it's tough because being who i am people who grew up around me and stuff, they feel like they're entitled. I owe them something, but that's not the way life works. Well, know? they see you succeed and then suddenly the hands come out. Yeah. yeah I have a cousin, a distant cousin. Remember or, me? I helped the top change your diaper and did this for you. Yeah. So this, you this, remember this, me? This. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's just the way the world works, but I'm not sitting here bitter. I understand this is the way the world works. You know what I mean? So, and then there's a lot of people who think I'm undeserving of, of where I am in life right now. What do you say to those people? There's nothing to sit there silent. Absolutely. There's, I can't change the way people think. I can't do that. Maybe my actions will make them be like, okay, he's onto something. I believe into him. But there's nothing I can say really to like just change your mind. If that's the way you feel, that's the way you feel. I can't be upset with you for that. I just got to keep walking my path that God gave me. But you have to understand this is the way life is. It's a good thing about life. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. Could you imagine if everyone agreed with me? I probably wouldn't be doing it. I feel <laughs> like fulfilled, you know? So I use the negative 
as as motivation to keep going that's how i do it is there advice you would give to younger artists I, I, I feel like everyone we've spoken to from the music industry oftentimes remarks about the challenges of navigating the business side of things because they often have the talent, but they don't realize that, you know, you become essentially an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You're managing your business. You yeah, are literally. a business ultimately. Just don't just hit the switch right away. Someone offers you money and you just jump into it. Stop. Think. Talk with your family. Is this the right decision? Talk with friends. If you have any friends who you know about music and may know one too, just ask. Don't think you can't ask someone who doesn't have X amount of followers. You know what I mean? Ask around and make that final decision in your heart. Don't make it for someone else. You know, and do what you feel is right in your heart. Yeah, we, we tend to mistake social clout with wisdom. Yeah, like if you have a million followers, suddenly you're supposed you're to be smart. smart. Yeah. You're a genius. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Meanwhile, that person probably could have someone literally running their Instagram for them, and they are just the image. Yeah. So again, it boils back to what my brother taught me, and like, just be your own person. Like, yeah. think for yourself. Like, people, when you're doing anything successful, the talkers come into your ear. You should be doing that. This would be good for you. That would be good, but it's really good for them or what they Mm -hmm. think they would do if they're in your position. You got to, and you're human. If you believe it in the moment, you're a human being. Don't bash yourself, but sit down and think, don't let the emotions get the best of you and think, is this really the right position? You know, the right decision. And if that, if that person, you say, you know what, look, I'm going to wait or I'm going to choose to go over here and they get upset that shows you right there they're not all for you. Hmm. If they get upset, yeah. it, it shows you. If you have a friend and or someone who's trying to put you onto something, you say, you know what, I'm going to wait. And they get upset and they start talking bad about you. That person never cared about you in the beginning. They're mad because they couldn't get you. Yeah. In my experience, sometimes I'm not always right, but in my experience, yeah. yeah. Do you have a hard time saying no to people? No, not at all. They're going to have to learn to live with it. Yeah. Sometimes people move so weird that I just distance myself. Like, I'm so over it. Like, after what I've been through a lot, like, that I just, like, there's been a lot of people I just distance myself because I see the way they're moving and what their intentions are. And I say, I'll say, no, that's not going on. They'll still try to contact me. And it's like, no. Yeah. Do you have a hard time being told no? Um, No, no. Whether I like it or not, it's it's whatever. Life goes on. Mm. So if I'm told no, yeah, just keep it moving. Like, again, you're not, everything in life is not going to go your way. And then if you're told no, maybe it's for a reason. Maybe the no leads, maybe three no's will need lead to three yeses that will really help you skyrocket. Mm. So, again, back to my brother's teachings. No emotion. Okay, fine. My brother used to ask me for favors a bunch of times. And I say, nah, I can't do that. He's like, okay. And we just start like, and a lot of times I'd ask him for things and he'd say, no, I'm like, why are you moving like that? But (laughs) he's like, listen, man, don't act like that. Show me why I should help you, which is why I don't feel entitled to anybody now. Like, or any, you know what I mean? Like, because it's like, I, I have all the tools in front of me, you know? to be successful so I don't feel like I feel I could do it all on my own Mm. just work hard might not happen overnight but 
when they built a house or Noah's Ark, they do it over one night or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, never, very rarely happens overnight anyway, right? Yeah. So. And if you do, I'm not hating on the people. Something happens, you start rapping or you start doing anything, and it happens in one week, that's good. But it, it happens. Mm-hmm. You, could, yeah. you, you could jump into something and boom. And then sometimes you have to be working like a decade before you see yeah. anything. But the important thing is, like Nipsey Hussle said it best, don't give up. And that's like my motto, like, you know what I mean? Just don't give up with any anything in life. Just keep stacking days. Mm-hmm. One after the other, one foot after the other. And then it's like, you know, I once heard Drake say, like, anytime you get stir- discouraged, sit back and think of how far you've come, how many times you struggled, and you're like, damn, I'm defeated. And then you pick yourself up and like, okay, let's keep going. Just think about all those times. Were your brother and Drake close? Yes. Yes, they're close. And how they started, like, hanging out was, like, another artist, Preem, he came to shoot a video there, and Drake came, and that's how they kind of all got affiliated. So mm-hmm. they're hanging out for over 10 years plus. But when my brother died, like, Drake really pulled me in closer and showed me, like, yo, I'm here for you as a friend. Like, I don't need no materialistic stuff. That was never me in his conversation. I'm here for you as a friend. You have advice. This is before I started being an artist advice you know what i mean anything you give me a shout you know what i mean and i really appreciate that so and of course him saying that to you mm-hmm. like means a lot. it means it means a lot it gives you strength like i'm inspiring this guy like my brother passed away when my dad passed away i cried i looked over my brother stone-faced straight face I'm like, we talked about it after the funeral when we were burying him. Like, he didn't cry. He's like, that's not. He's like, think about that. You ever see dad cry? And I'm like, nah, never. You know what I mean? So at his funeral now to honor him, I'm like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to show weakness. Not a single tear shed it. Straight face. And then, like, you know what I mean? Drake was like, he texted me after. He's like, damn, like, I really respect you as a man, what you did. Like, you know what I mean? And, like. In that moment, I just pictured my brother's face. I closed my eyes, and I'm like, yo, this guy's probably grinning. He's like, yeah, you held it down today. You know what I mean? And coming from him, that text, mm-hmm. like, it means a lot to me. It's yeah. like, you know what I mean? I didn't fail. Kind of in a weird way, I didn't fail my brother, you know? So, If your brother was, if you had the ability to say something to your brother, one last thing, what would you say to him? Don't worry about me and... I feel him all the time watching over me, but don't worry, I got this. Like, you can rest easy. I'll make my mistake, my mistakes still, of course. But I got this. Like, you don't have to watch over me. Just like he wouldn't want me feeling bad that he's gone or survivor's guilt. Like, I got it, and I'll be fine. You don't have to watch over me. Just be happy where you are now. <laughs> and respect that. Like, I'm still down here. He sees it, of course. Mm-hmm. Being my own person, regardless of the criticism I take. It's it's a bravery thing, too. That's courage. Because a lot of people are afraid. Nowadays, we live we live in a world where a lot of people are afraid to, to say who they are. You know, you got a lot of people committing suicide off yeah. of that stuff. Wait, yeah. yeah. And a lot of young men taking their lives. Yeah. Because whether they're, like, confused about their sexuality or whatever, what the case, and, yo, be yourself, man. Do what you want. Like, it don't matter. You know what I mean? You make the rules. <laughs> and that's it. I love that. I think it's hard, too, because like a lot of people, 
I think in these situations, like they don't have, or at least they don't feel like they have somebody to talk to. A lot and, don't. And it's just like, I don't think it's that they don't, it's that you feel like you don't. Yeah. Right? Because because of, exactly, the same thing you're saying, you're in the hood and like you're not going to talk to one of your boys that are, are in the trenches because they're not going to talk about that. You feel but too tough. You feel like that, but you never know. Like you get in that situation and you can talk to them like, yo, bro, I'm going through the same shit. Mm-hmm. Right? And, it's, and it's, it's feeling that you have nobody to talk to makes it the most difficult. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes having the courage to reach out to a homie and just text him or a friend, anybody, family, and be like, "Yo, just start that conversation." You never know. You never they'll, know. They'll hit you back and be like, "Yo, I've been feeling that way too, lost." And there's a couple of artists in the city who, me and them, like, we're cool, we're homies. And sometimes I text them like, "Damn, I was having trouble with this in the studio." Like, you know what? Like, I was having trouble with that too, and I was so upset. Like. I put money in a video and it didn't come out how I want and I'm so thrown off. And I, in a selfish way in that moment, I feel happy that I heard that because I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, like, I'm I'm frustrated too and I feel like quitting and someone else's, another artist is feeling this way. So, okay, I'm not alone in this. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's human what I'm feeling. Yeah. You know, and again, that feeling of where I wrote something down and it didn't come out the way I wanted it to in the studio. And then... Sometimes I go in the studio with no plan. I listen to a beat and ideas just come. And I just put it all together right there within an hour or, you know what I mean? And I heard, like, Drake say that one time. Like, Mm. he's like, yo, I went to the studio and nothing happened. I'll be in there three hours and no magic. And it's it's the most frustrating feeling. But if he's feeling that, I'm truly not alone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So... And I think it's just knowing and hearing that that exists for someone else makes you realize okay i can take it a little more easily mm-hmm. on myself on myself it's yeah. not a me problem this happens to everyone it's a human problem it's a human, yeah. human thing yeah every problem is a human action yeah. with with who my brother is who i'm affiliated to with and just the way my dad and my brother taught me growing up like you're not good enough no try again it needs to be perfect like i'm very hard on myself so there's a lot of times where i'm like damn and then, but when I hear artists say this and I hear him speak like that in an interview he does, I'm like, okay, I'm, it's, this is normal to feel this way. Mm. And as artists, if any artist is listening to this, you're supposed to be stressing, okay? <laughs> if you're not stressing over your music, you're not taking it seriously and you don't really want this. But if you're always stressing, like, oh, okay, another video, we got to plan this out. Oh, how's this song going to go? Oh, I'm, I'm stressing my album. That is normal, like, cause I'm going through it. Like, mm-hmm. hear yeah. my voice. You know what I mean. So, yeah, it's a good thing. It's part of the journey, man. It's it's part of the journey. Just embrace it. So, what do you got coming up? So, I got an EP. I'm um, coming out. So, my first EP was God Don't Sleep, and yeah. this is the second half of it. God only knows. And I had a third part written out, but I feel. I feel good with this this one that it can end with this second part of it. And I won't need the third part was titled Ragnarok, but I don't think I'll need it because mm-hmm. I don't need the anger, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, you really like your, your comic book stuff, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I rate it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I feel like, like I've passed in a moment in my life and I've let a lot of things go. You don't forget it, but you let it go. So it's like, a lot of people, they'll hear my new EP and they're like, oh, this is boring or like, I can't relate to it or this is not for me. And then there'll be a lot of people who they'll relate to it. 
they'll search my name on Google and see my story and they'll be like, okay, this is what he's mm -hmm. on. Like, maybe they'll be depressed and it can pull them out or motivate them or they feel stuck in their job or something. But the best thing I can do is just tell my story. Yeah. Just Absolutely, like the yeah. greats have done before me, told their story and made history. So, yeah. No, I respect that. Just be authentic to myself. That's why I got into this thing. Well, that's, I think that's the thing that, at least for me, and, and I hope I could speak for you, has stood out from this conversation is it's you're very authentic about this is who I am. This is the, the struggle that, that happened. Like, this is where I've come from, but it doesn't define me anymore. Mm -hmm. And this is how I continue to choose to move forward day after day after day. And by doing that, you're consciously setting an example for your son, sons, two yes. of them. Yeah. And creating a positive environment for your sons to grow up in, to break that generational. Exactly. It, preventing it from turning into a, you know, another generation of, of men closed off, angry, depressed, unable to speak to anybody, end up either dead or in jail. Yeah. And I think it takes courage to do any of that and so openly talk about that in your industry, first and foremost. So, I mean, I just want to say thank you for even, you know, sharing that with us because that means a lot. Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, listen, you've got fans in us where, like, I'm excited for all the stuff you got coming up. Um, keep it going, man. You're inspiring the next generation. You know, on days where you think you're you may not be message me and I will tell you <laughs> <laughs> thank you appreciate that I, I, I mean it like the it's refreshing to hear someone with this story this kind of story consciously decide I'm not going to let it shape me exactly and it's crazy that you say that because a lot of people random times it's like weird like random times like late at night it's like I guess they were going through random fans and they're like yo I just typed you up on Google and I saw your story and like, I didn't know it was that deep. Like how you carry on and you just stay composed after everything that's happened. Like, like you made a fan out of me, you know? And then a lot of them didn't hear the music first. They just seen, heard of the story. Yeah. And then they went on to see the music and they're like, I didn't know it was that deep. So that's why I know I'm here for this, like, I'm here for a purpose. Like, you know what I mean? Like, God set me on a path. So we're seeing what it leads to. Amazing. We got to do this again. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> get back here a year and yeah, see what I'm a on. A year from yes, now man. and see where you're at. It's yeah. progress. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Rich, thank you so much for coming through, brother. It's I appreciate, appreciate this, man. man. Thank, thank you for having And we're going to do this again for sure. Yes. For sure. Pancho, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you.